This is a special report from About Space Today. Welcome to Special Report. I'm David Denall. You may have heard or read about Axiom. Well, they've sent two private commercial crews to the International Space Station. But there's been very little coverage of its plans to build and launch a new space station. Next, as America and the world is listening to Special Report on About Space Today. Ever dream of an island getaway at an all-inclusive resort? Or going on an island-hopping cruise to multiple island destinations? See sun-bleached beaches and swim in the azure waters of the Caribbean Sea. Call today for your special discount prices to your island getaway. This is a special offer for About Space by calling 877-747-8631. And let's go and explore the islands of the Caribbean. Welcome back. In January, Axiom will launch its third crew to the International Space Station. The man leading the effort is the former program manager for the International Space Station, Michael Serafini. I started Axiom with the intent of building a human presence in space. We saw an opportunity to build a commercial space station, given where NASA and the partnership were headed to in the future. They made it very clear they were not building the next uh, low Earth orbit platform, that they were going to cede that commercial. But more importantly, they said, we have a lot of need for a platform in low Earth orbit. So when this opportunity came up and nobody was raising their hand to say, we'll do it, uh, a big push for me was, hey, this is, has to happen for us to be successful. This is where the torch has to be picked up. So Dr. Cam Gaffarian, the co-founder of Axiom Space, and I got together and decided we would go build that commercial space station. And we worked closely with NASA to get them to allocate opportunities to go to the ISS. And they've allocated two so far, both of which we've been allowed to serve. We're building a space station that will house more people than the International Space Station. When we've got our first couple, three modules up, we'll be able to support eight people. The ISS can support seven. So it became very clear that we should practice together with the smaller contingent of crew over time so that when our station arrived and we started having long duration passengers on board that we could work seamlessly with NASA. So that was the original genesis of these flights, the first of which was AX-1. Over time, we became kind of clear that there's a market for it as well. It's not about space companies, it really is about all the other companies that will be able to utilize the microgravity environment to build a better product to enhance our lives here on Earth. Microgravity allows us to create much stronger alloys, faster fibers. It allows us to create pharmaceutical products that can't be created on the ground in a gravity environment. These are not things that space companies do. These are things that automobile companies and plane companies and pharmaceutical companies, and you just list it, the, the list can go on and on of products that can benefit from this. Axiom Space is already preparing to replace the International Space Station. And Serafini also discussed his vision for the future in space. First, when we look at that whole uh, ecosystem, if you will, the, the government is focusing on things that really commercial um, is not interested in doing. So um, the government today is focusing more on the moon and Mars, which is which is appropriate. And they should be thinking about where they've left. So today that would be low Earth orbit. But, but as they move forward, industry kind of steps in behind them and builds sort of a, 
uh, an economy, if you will. And so this is the role the government is starting to assume where they they do exploration with the with commercial uh, industry falling behind them. They expect that that's their role to step in at some point so that the governments continue to spend money on those things that that won't, at least in the near term, make money for for companies. And so this is where low earth orbits is going to going to start. So we're going to start off with multi-purpose um, facilities, infrastructure in, play in space that support uh, individuals wanting to go to space, countries wanting to, to have space programs and, and have to have their astronauts practice in, in low Earth orbit before they uh, go on long trips to Mars. There's systems they'll need to build, so they'll have to be a, a place that tests not only technologies, but systems. Uh, of course, as we've talked about manufacturing in space, which we believe will be a huge boom in the latter part of the 30s, um, is, uh, is going to start taking hold. So you'll see a lot of research going on in these multi-use platforms. And this research is applied research leading to manufacturing, like some of the things I've talked about earlier. Then over time, as that starts to grow, the economy starts to grow, then I see purpose-built platforms being uh, developed. It's, uh, it's something we already imagine as a company where you start, for instance, take the turbine blade example. You want to build turbine blades. You probably don't want to be building that in the same place where people are, are uh, you know, hanging out to do other things. Um, even research, you just don't want to be in the same place. You want to be able to, A, be secure and, and B, be able to focus on manufacturing, which could cause problems for the users. So now we build purpose-built platforms but that perhaps stay in the same orbit, just phased away a little bit so they can take advantage of, of cargo ships and crew transport ships that can come and, and serve multiple platforms if you're in the same orbit. Um, and, and so you grow. So now we're going to have individual modules that, that have very specific purposes. Maybe at this point we do get the point where you have a hotel in space that has a great view for the people that go, but they're really just going to relax, and it focuses on that. Then over time, we think what's going to happen is we're going to get to the point where, as a species, really, we're going to want almost a city in space. And this is where you get a very large platform where people can work and live in space. So, so our vision of the future, our long-term vision is a, is a platform similar to what you saw in 2001 in Space Odyssey and some of these other things, where you have a large rotating ring you can mimic about um, eight-tenths of a G with a rotation of about oh, four, 4 RPM. So that's not too fast. But now you can have a, really, that's your city. That's where yeah. families live. The workers come to work and their families live there. You have schools. You can have green zones. You can have rivers and, and lakes. I mean, this rotating thing gives you that advantage. And meanwhile, the center section stays still. So you have the pure microgravity environment. By the way, that's right. an engineering challenge uh, for the for the future for us as a company. Is how do you how do you keep this intersection still and let the outside section uh, rotate? But that's where we see this going, where we we have this big city, and now you can talk about waypoints and uh, a large manufacturing, and all along the systems that serve low Earth orbit get bigger and bigger. I mean. Right. If you're doing industrial manufacturing in space, you need to get a lot of product to orbit and a lot of product home. And so you have to have larger and larger spacecraft 
that are purpose built and can go back to common areas like normal airports and things like that. So, mm -hmm. so meanwhile, the government's going beyond low Earth orbit, and 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 low Earth orbit is growing to be uh, its own its own zip code, if you will. So, just where is Axiom in the building process? Once again, Mike Serafini. You know, the first two modules are being built by our partner, Talasalania, and we're heading to what is called CDR, which is a critical design review. That really means that 90% of the design is done, and then you're ready to go to manufacturing. So HAB-1 is that first module. It has four crew quarters, it has payload accommodations, and it has all of the systems wired to keep crew healthy and alive. So the plan is we'll fly four separate modules to the ISS. When we arrive with the fourth module, it'll have what we need to be independent of the ISS. Axiom Station is going to allow humanity to be a multi-planet species. We pull that off, we change the world. And Axiom Space may just change the world. Be sure to listen to About Space today's live coverage of the Axiom launch in January on our YouTube channel. I'm David Denault. Thanks for joining me on Special Report. This has been a special report from About Space Today.